everybody, Darren Garman here with Trot, and welcome to the Heartland Multifamily Show, the place for all things multifamily. For all things multifamily, baby, and we are talking DEFCON 1 this episode. DEFCON 1. I'm looking forward to this episode, not because I'm looking forward to DEFCON 1, but I'm looking forward to hitting some of this content with you. Um, but before we get into DEFCON 1, investing, multifamily, commercial property, DEFCON 1 stage, all of that, a couple of quick things. Number one, if what we talk about here resonates with you, make sure you go ahead and leave your comments. We'd like to have some dialogue with you. Also, click that subscribe button. Subscribe to the channel. Make sure you don't miss out on any future episodes we have here and you get fast access to past episodes. Okay. Welcome to the Heartland Multifamily Show, the shorter, more profitable path to multifamily ownership and investing. Trot, so far, this is episode three of three of the DEF CON series. Um, we highly recommend if you've not watched DEF CON three episode or DEF CON two episode on this channel, you do. They're pretty quick. They're like, what, 10, 12 minutes, oh, something like that. You want to go, it would be a good idea to start with three, then go to two, then go ahead and go to this one. It's not mandatory, of course, not something you have to do. Just recommend you do because you'll get a lot more out of this episode if you do so. Okay, just a recommendation that you and I have. So we have talked about in two other episodes, we talked about DEF CON 3, okay, which is uh, we are a multifamily company. We realize we've got some cash flow and liquidity issues, and we have set forward a plan to deal with those issues. It's the holy shit moment when you walk into the office and you pull in for your financials, you're like, holy shit, we've got a problem, okay? And here's like the things we need to do. So that's DEF CON 3. DEF CON 2 is, okay, um, we've tried DEF CON 3. That's not really worked. So now our only choice right now is we got to do two things we don't really want to do. Number one is we got to contact the lender or lenders in some cases and say, look, lenders, we got a problem. We need some help. Can you help us out? Um, with some kind of a plan, whether it's defer payments, whether it's interest only, whether it's lowering, you know, we could go over a bunch of different scenarios there, but you're looking for help from the lender because you really don't have any other choice but to do that. The other people that you're contacting, you're talking to, if it's a partnership syndication, is you're talking to your partners and you're saying, okay, we got a problem. We're stopping or limiting distributions. More likely, we're stopping distributions. And oh, by the way, you may have to kick in some capital as well. We may be asking you to do so to help with our liquidity and cash flow situation. Okay. The cat has been let out of the bag with the lender and with the partners. That's never a good thing, but you're really at a point where you don't really have any other choice. So that's DEF CON 2. So how in the hell could it get any worse? How could it get to DEFCON 1? Um, DEFCON 1 is probably pretty self-explanatory. Okay, so when we get to DEFCON 1, here's what happens. We've tried DEFCON 3. We've tried DEFCON 2, and it's not worked. So now we're at a point where we have to default. Okay, we cannot make our loan payments anymore. Um, we cannot investors, us, our company, and or our partners and investors are not committing any more capital to help 
stem the tide. And so we're at DEFCON 1, which is default in foreclosure. Okay, that's DEFCON 1. Now, um, that's not so much a mystery when you're at DEFCON 1, when the walls start tumbling down, um, which I think is a Mellencamp song, I think, but the walls are starting to tumble down, right? Um, not a good place to be, uh, but you've got no choices, no choices. So, so try when you and I have conversations with investors and when you and I are looking out there and getting information on what other companies are going through, are there some companies that are in DEFCON 1 right now? Yeah, big ones too. Mm -hmm, I there are. made a podcast about it. Yeah, we had, that's a good point. We had an emergency podcast uh, and we talked about one company in particular that has publicly mentioned that they are defaulting on hundreds of millions of dollars of loans. There are other stories out there about other owner operators defaulting on tens of millions, if not hundreds of millions of dollars of loans. Um, and you don't get to that point, which we have termed DEFCON 1, unless you've gone through number three and number two. So the thing to realize, and I think try, you, 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 you really nailed this, is when you get to DEFCON 1, this has been going on for a while. Right. So you don't wake up Monday morning and you're in DEFCON 1. Right. This is months in the making to get to DEFCON 1. It's not a day in the making. It's months in the making in order to get there. So what that tells you is any companies that get to DEFCON 1, they default publicly. Um, they let their investors know they're going to default. If they get to that point, that is not a case where, oh my God, we just realized last Friday we've got an issue. This has been going on a long, long time. A long time. And so a fallacy that's kind of out there is, especially when you and I talk to investors that have maybe run into this issue or this problem, is they say, well, well, yeah, they contacted me last week and said they've got all these problems, they're going to default on their loan, and this is going, wait a minute, hold on. This isn't like this is just happening now. This has been going on for months to get to this point, okay? And so when you're at DEFCON 1, it is ugly for an owner-operator to be there, obviously. It's ugly for um, a partner, whether you're passive or active involved in it. It's ugly. But what one person's problem is another person's opportunity. Okay, what one person's problem is another person's opportunity. So, try it. Is DEFCON 1 totally bad news? No. No. And, who, and who, would it be, who would it be good news to? The next guy, the next <clears throat> lady that is going to take the opportunity of your failures. And sometimes it's not your fault. A lot of times it is. But that are going to take advantage of your DEFCON 1 situation where you got to sell you know, three quarters on the dollar or something. Mm -hmm. Well, they just got a huge discount and this person's going to make a lot of money from this deal. Yeah. So, yeah. So when you get to DEFCON 1, um, you know, there's usually, and you're defaulting, um, you know, at the end of the day, what that translates into, whomever ends up with the real estate, it's usually going to be sold for pennies on the dollar. Okay. Um, and sometimes before it actually goes through foreclosure, 
you could come in and say, look, I'll save the company, but here's what I'm going to pay for the company, which of course is usually pennies on the dollar. Okay, so what that means is there is a ton of opportunity out there when you recognize other companies that are in DEFCON 1. And it doesn't necessarily have to be public splashy news. It can be the property down the street. Okay? It can be the apartment community, you know, 30 miles away from you. Okay? It can be in any of these places is where these opportunities can be. So, here's what you do to take advantage of that. Or at least have as many of these properties, these DEFCON 1 situations cross your desk. Why wouldn't you? Why wouldn't you want to be at least aware of these as they do that? Okay. The main thing you've got to do is just keep your antennas up. Right? You and I call them antennas. You know, keep your antennas up and look for these situations. Okay. Look for these things that could be happening. Now, are we saying that we um <clears throat> we want to take advantage of people? No. Are we saying that we want bad things to happen to people. No. But what we're saying is we will all, but what we will do is keep our antennas up looking for those opportunities that are going to be coming up as a result of small mom and pop owners all the way to big, big listed stock exchange owners going through DEFCON 1. Okay. Now, in terms of any situations that we've seen recently. We've seen some situations that are in DEFCON 1. Yeah, we just went to one, uh, well, not just, it was probably two or three months ago. And I think it gets to a point where DEFCON 1 mm. for them was wouldn't have been good for us either. That's a good point. There's not all, the, the opportunity is not always there. That's a great point. I mean, you hit, thank you for that. So he's right. So um, I'm going to make this short, but so Trot and I looked at a property that was in DEFCON 1. Uh, what was it, like two months ago? Yeah, something somewhere like that. There, yeah. So it was two months ago. And so we looked at it and we instantly realized there really isn't any price that we would pay no. for this property based on <clears throat> the situation, condition, et cetera, that the property was in. And so that is one thing that you need to be aware of. Thank you. Is that not every DEFCON 1 situation is a situation that you should get involved in, right. all right? There is still, there are reasons why they get to DEFCON 1, and many of them are reasons that even with you owning it or being a part of it, you can't overcome those reasons and those issues either, okay? So good point. You want to keep an eye out your antenna's up for those DEFCON 1 situations, but that doesn't mean that every situation is going to be a good one to get involved in. As a matter of fact, I think you and I can safely say you'll probably have to sift through more than what you would think um, in order to find one that is solid enough for you to get involved in as an owner. But the point is, you got to have them crossing your desk anyway. Better to have 20 cross your desk and say no to... 19 of them versus having none cross your desk, right? And not having any kind of opportunities, okay? And so one of the things that you and I are doing. All right, we're gonna take a quick break. I hope you're enjoying this episode. I'm going to be having a free webinar coming up, the link's below, on how to correctly 
and with low risk, invest your IRA or 401k in really good multifamily properties. A majority of our investors do this. I do this personally. It's not illegal. Make sure you click the link below. We'd love to have you. As we're putting together a fund right now um, to take advantage of these opportunities as they come up. We are good at recognizing them. We're good at going, we're good at taking advantage of them once they are coming to us, and we're good at owning them and operating them. So why not? We got to be looking at getting involved in this. So one of the things that we're doing is we're putting a fund together to do that, right? And so um, are we saying that you need to do the same thing? Of course not. But you need to be taking steps if you want to make sure that you are at least part of an opportunity to own real estate at deep, deep discounted prices that we will be seeing. And this is just the tip of the iceberg. You and I have talked about this. There will be more and more coming up. Okay. And so DEFCON 1. What are your big takeaways about DEFCON 1, Try Give me like one or two takeaways that you see when we run into situations and recognize pro projects or properties or owners in DEFCON 1. Well, I think the biggest thing is if you're not in DEFCON 1, let's say the guy down the road is and he's in DEFCON 1, well, then that could be a potential opportunity for you. So mm -hmm. like you were saying, you got to make sure that you're paying attention to those things and, and looking for those things mm -hmm. because that's where you're going to make a lot of money. Mm -hmm. um, and the other thing, too, is that um, when you're in DEFCON 1, it shouldn't be a surprise. And if it is, then you really did not do your job. And some again, you, sometimes you get to DEFCON 1 and it's, there's nothing you could do about it. Like uh, in 2008, when, I mean, there were people that didn't really do anything wrong, mm -hmm. it didn't seem like, but they got screwed. Mm -hmm. um, but most of the time, it's, it's owner error. Mm -hmm. um, and should be no surprise. Mm -hmm. And if again, if, you, if it is, then you really screwed up. Yeah. yeah, good point. Good point. It should not be a surprise or a mystery um, if and when this happens. And um, and there will be opportunities coming. And it could be, you know, public opportunities that are out there everybody knows about. It could be opportunities like the one that you and I looked at a few months ago that not really hardly anybody knew about. We were made aware of it because we put ourselves in the position to be contacted if and when those things happen. So DEFCON 1. Um, hopefully you've gotten a lot out of this episode of the Heartland Multifamily Show where we talk about DEFCON 1. And just as a quick reminder, we've talked about DEFCON 3. If you haven't watched that episode, check it out. DEFCON 2, check that out. At the end of the day, you now have the information, the ability to find those properties going through those DEFCON cycles and now have your antenna up to make decisions on whether or not those are projects you should pay attention to and possibly get involved in. All right. So thank you for being with us on this episode. Have a great day.